Welcome to the Human Conversation Podcast with Jules White, the real dragon slayer, author and entrepreneur sales coach. Tune in weekly for Human Conversation about business and sales. Enjoy business expert interviews, educational episodes, and virtual cuppers with entrepreneur business owners. So grab yourself a cuppa and enjoy. Here is your host, Jules White. So welcome everyone to The Human Conversation. We are episode 16. We're motoring. I can't believe how many we've done. Actually, I think I say that every single time I record a podcast, so it's quite funny. But today I have um, one of my fabulous entrepreneurs with me here. This is the lady who's in my group, which is how I've got to know her on Facebook. But I just love her story. I love where she started. I love what she's doing now. And then we're going to finish with a real treat as to really what she's doing now because uh, she's got some very exciting things she's involved in. But I want to first of all say a very, very big welcome to Lindsay Caldrick. Hello, Lindsay. Hello, Jules. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And and you are a spiritual mentor. We've decided that that kind of sums up everything that you do right now. Yes, it does, yeah. Okay. So before we go into what you're doing now, I just want to touch on where you started because I just think it's so interesting. Um, These entrepreneurial journeys, often they'll start somewhere completely different and, and then you come to this place that is actually your passion, in all honesty. And that, yes. that, that applies to a lot of us. So yeah. where did you start in your career, Lindsay? Tell us about that. Um, so I went off to university at Manchester Metropolitan to study international business. And the, one of the main reasons I did it was because I had a year out in the middle. And I really liked traveling and I wanted to go and experience the world. And I also thought that business would sort of cover a whole range of things. So I never really knew what I wanted to do or what I wanted to be. Um, but I thought, oh, at least with business, it'll hopefully give me some sort of foundation for the future. Um, so my year out, I went off to Hong Kong to study there for a year. And it was whilst I was there, I met a guy called Felix and he had been on this Reiki retreat and he came back saying I've been to this retreat Lindsay I've been laughing I've been crying and can I put my hands on your back because you're going to feel this amazing heat and so I let him place his hands on my back and I remember feeling this intense heat I was like oh how did you do that um and then I came back from uni well I came back from Hong Kong and sort of forgot all about it really I wasn't very much, I wasn't really into spiritual stuff or anything at the time. Um, and then I graduated with a 2-2 and got a job working for um, a retail, small retailer where I lived. And I really enjoyed it. So um, I decided to go off and enter into the world of retail. Okay. Um, and then whilst I was in retail, I, I managed to sort of get this, graduate job where you start off as like a team leader and you work your way up so you should have your own department within 12 weeks um and it was quite stressful but I did it and on the second day I was there one of the other managers said to me oh no graduates ever lasted here Lindsay so don't worry and that sort of uh, that made me think 
you know what I'm staying here I'm not leaving yeah <laughs> absolutely it's like a challenge isn't it someone's like laying it down and you're like okay I accept this challenge yeah um, and then I was living with um, a boyfriend at the time and we split up the whole company went through a big restructure so I lost the job I've been working really hard for um, and was told I had to reapply for it so there was loads of stuff going on and I ended up moving out and living by myself in a house share and I just felt like I wasn't in the best place I could be I felt really stressed out I was taking it out on the staff um, and then I remembered this Reiki so I quickly googled Reiki in Peterborough where I was living at the time and found a lady to go and have a Reiki session with um, and she was talking about fairies and angels and all this stuff and I thought okay I have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> and um, when I left I remember thinking oh that was a waste of money because I didn't feel anything yeah. but at the, at the time I've always kept a diary and a couple of weeks later I realized looking back that actually the Reiki had really helped to make me feel a lot calmer a lot less emotional um, and because I, I hadn't even thought about anything working on feelings and emotions I was like oh this is different so she, the lady invited me back to learn my Reiki level one, where you can learn it for yourself and your friends and family. Yeah. So um, a couple of months later, I went to learn that. And that sort of started me off onto this massive 10 year spiritual journey, really. That's amazing. It, it, I mean, 10 years sounds like such a long time. And I think sometimes, you know, the, the life journey stuff. You do need time, don't you, to kind of find what you really, really love and what your passion really is, don't you? Oh, definitely, yes. But just join up the dots with the fact that you're obviously you're working in the retailer, which is really hard work. I know what retail is like. My dad yeah. um, was retail and I grew up surrounded by it. And then I had my business in retail, so I know retail. Yeah. It's very, very hard work. Yeah. You've got this guy telling you, you're not going to be successful. Um, yeah. <laughs> how long did you kind of stick at it before then you made this break to sort of do something different? I stayed with the retailer for, I started there in the summer of 2005 and I was with them until January 2011. So six years I ended up staying there and I got promoted again. So I ended up in a slightly smaller store but I was working as a non-food trading manager, so I looked after the whole of, of non-food. So, wow. Yeah. So you were really quite successful in that role after he told you that you weren't going to last longer <laughs> yeah. than 12 weeks. Well, we tell yeah. now. Yeah. We have to tell that part of the story. Yeah. So what, what happened for you to say, right, actually, I'm now leaving and I'm going to sort of follow this passion of mine in this kind of spiritual side of things? What happened? So I met my now ex-husband at my Reiki Level 1 course, um, which was in 2008. And we had this like whirlwind romance where we met, we got engaged, got married. And it wasn't long after we got married that um, he got a really good job. So he said, why don't you pursue your passion, if you want, instead of your own business? So about three months, I think, after we got married, I decided to leave retailer and set up my own company um, but about four weeks after I left I, I found out I was pregnant so I then embarked on being a full-time mum so I sort of played with 
energy healing a little bit but I didn't really put as much into it because I then ended up concentrating on being a full-time mum for sort of four or five years Um, and then it was last April when um, a friend of mine had passed away the previous October and then me and my husband decided to go separate ways so I decided to set up energy healing again because I wanted something that was flexible that worked for me that worked for the children Um, and like you said you know that that's always been my passion about Reiki, about crystals, about helping other people. So I was like, this is what I want to throw my energy into this time. So that's yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, did you find that, I mean, there's, there's quite a bit of loss going on there with, with, or not loss, but maybe just well, loss and change, I guess, when I'm hearing that story. Yeah. So did you find that switching to doing this was also good for you personally? Was it helping you on a personal level? Yeah, so I think I think when I first set it up, it gave me something else to think about that wasn't the separation or the divorce or losing everything. I just I literally threw myself into it. So any spare minute I had, I was concentrating on something that wasn't what was happening at the time. Yeah. Um, but I actually found that setting up my business and doing things with that also gave me tools that was helping me personally so things to do with self-confidence things to raise my self-esteem and this sort of the two sometimes go hand in hand and you don't realize when you're you know attending all these different motivational workshops mm. it's not only helping you on your business level but also the personal side so definitely yeah there's there's a really big piece around personal development mm. that, that you know we can really easily miss but yeah. actually you know a big part of our journey should contain personal development in it and sometimes it happens I guess sometimes it almost happens by mistake you know that we do this personal development but then we realize when we look back well actually that really helped me to grow and go to that next level so exactly so so how old are your children now just as at today how old are your children um so six and three so there's, you've still got a young child there. I mean, yeah. obviously six, they're kind of off at school and they're doing yeah. stuff, aren't they? And yeah. so how are you managing being mum and managing your business? What What's that been like for you? Um, so it's been a bit of a challenge getting used to it. Um, so the children stay with their dad for a couple of days. Um, but I try and incorporate at least half a day or a day just for me, what my well-being, self-care, because I actively promote self-care and well-being to others. And if I wasn't doing it myself, yeah. then it's a bit, do you know what I mean? It's not really right. So I always try and make sure that I do have a day where I'm not thinking about work. I might do a couple of Facebooks or a couple of tweets, but then I might, you know, go out for a walk or spend some time with friends or do a workshop with something that I'm interested in for my mm. personal development. And then the other two days, I literally cram as much as I can into the two days um so then I can be present and with my children on the other days but sometimes you do get a lap over so like sometimes in an evening it's answering emails or writing a blog or you know but again it's still flexible and it's still around my children so that's what I want I think the other thing is that it's stuff that you love doing and that you're passionate about so in some ways it doesn't always feel quite like work does it no no definitely not it's a nice thing I love that you take that time for you Mm. I mean you know I am the typical sales coach with the leaky tap or the plumber with the leaky tap because I'm the one who says you should do this you you know you can do this you can do that and then I don't make time for me you know 
Um, so I'm terrible, really. I need to take a leaf out of your book, I think, Lindsay. Uh, well, I always tell people, like, especially women business owners, because you feel like you have to run your business and look after your family. So I say to people, I'm like, when you have your diary, just schedule in like an hour massage or an hour meditation. Or, because if it's in your diary, you wouldn't want to let a client down. So you shouldn't let yourself down either. Oh, I love that. That's that's yeah. so good. That bit of magic there that is yeah. and, and I also the other day you'll be very proud of me I actually blocked out from October the, the week after my book launch I've kind of blocked yeah. out a day a week going right yeah. through till Christmas which I've called time out so not oh, lovely. Hour, I've actually taken a whole day out because yeah. otherwise like you said I just book things into there yeah. um, and like you say you wouldn't let your customers down so you yeah. know I have actually started to do some work on that so you'll be Yay, very pleased well done, yeah. <laughs> so speaking of books Lindsay mm. that brings yeah. me beautifully um onto obviously we're both on a book journey which Yay. is fabulous um now you know I I'm I'm really lucky. We're actually on a Zoom call just for anyone listening because I know you guys don't see that because this is podcast, but Lindsay can. So I've actually got my, my real book here oh, wow. now, which is great. Um, but for you, where are you at on your book journey, Lindsay? So I'm currently in the final editing stages. So my book's just been with the editor. So I think we've had the same editor. Um, so it's just been with her for the weekend. Fantastic. And um, she's just sent it back to me this morning. So I've got a few bits in there to edit. I need to decide on a subtitle. I've got someone else doing the front cover. So fingers crossed, I'm hoping to launch it on my birthday in October. And when's your birthday in October? So October the 24th. Wow, that's wonderful. That's so so exciting. So tell us what your book's about. What's your book about? So it's about surviving emotional crises in your life. So I went through, you know, a bereavement of a friend, followed by a separation, followed by a house move within 12 months. And it's just about utilizing all those tools that I found on my journey in my 10 years that really served as a really strong foundation for me to get through that time. Um, so it talks about things like thinking of yourself as, you know, an energy being rather than just you as a physical being. It talks about auras, chakras, crystals, Reiki. Um, I talk about gratitude and mindfulness, things about the moon and vision boards. And so when you start to come back out of that emotional crisis, then it's like, right, what do I want my life to look like? What tools can I use to start manifesting things for me and creating the life that I want? I love the sound of that. That sounds like a very good um, personal development book, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So who who do you want to buy your book? How am I coming to you and I buy my book? So uh, anyone who's going through just a tough time, do you know what I mean? If someone thinks, oh, I can't cope with this or I don't know how to handle, you know, the loss of a friend or the loss of a loved one, um, or if you know someone whose marriage is breaking down and they don't know where they're at, it's, it's, like I said, I, I wanted to be, what I wanted to do is to provide tools that people can then use. And they don't have to use all of them, but even if they just pick one thing, so be it, for example, you know, angels and talking to angels, and they decide that's what I'm going to use to get myself through this, mm. then they can just pick that one piece. So it's not like someone has to think, oh, I want, I'm, I'm going to have that. I'm going to have all of it. Do you know what I mean? But 
if people just want individual bits that they can take and that resonate with them, then great, that, that can be the start of their sort of building blocks. And I think it sounds like a book that I'm going to just go back to again and again. That's I think that's the other thing I'm kind of hearing about it. Yeah, so I think even if you've read it once and you put it on the shelf and you think, oh, you know, that's not for me at this time, but again, further down the line, you know, you might think, oh, actually, that's for me or oh, I've got a friend who could use that, etc. So, so yeah. Really, really sounds great. Really sounds great. So will you, you're, are you self-publishing? Is that the route you've yes. gone down? Okay. Yeah. So you, you've got a printer lined up to, to do all the printing? So I'm going to self-publish it via Amazon. Okay. And I only, I only recently found out that with Amazon, you can order just one copy and then it gets sent to them. And I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. So rather than having to go to a traditional publisher and have a thousand copies and then thinking, where am I going to distribute these? Then yeah. people can then order them through Amazon and they just, they'll do one copy. Which that is fabulous. That is great, and it gives a lot more people now an opportunity to actually write and publish a book. That's that's the lovely yeah. thing, I think. Definitely. So, so obviously the the route I went down was what we call hybrid publishing, which is mm -hmm. in between self publish and then the big publishing houses. Yeah, publishing houses are always going to be higher volume. They're going to take yeah. royalties. They'll take yeah. a lot longer to do it. They'll also yeah. change it, no doubt, to how they want it to be. Yeah, exactly. yeah. you know it's. It serves a purpose for certain books, I think. Mm. But if you go down the self-published route like you have, that's awesome because you just, you, you're not bound by numbers and volume and costs. Yeah. Um, and the hybrid version, believe it or not, is also really good cost-effective way to mm. do it because you've got an added value of professional editors. They will do things like your book cover design if, if you want them to. Um, yeah. I do it whereby... Um, you know, I'm ordering, I've had 50 copies come. Well, that's yeah. for my book launch. Yay. So it means that they've got the connection with the printer for me. So I haven't yeah. got to worry about that or even maybe just use, I, I don't want to use Amazon for bigger volumes. So if I want a, a lot, if I'm doing an exhibition or something, I can do yeah. that. Yeah. So it's really lovely how many different options we have now. Um, oh, yeah. you know, to be able to go out and publish books. I mean, and there's podcasts on my human conversation with, mm. um, my publishers, Cavalcade Books. Suzanne yeah. Sibor did a, a, a podcast with her. I'm now talking to you because now you're an author. So you're yeah. putting a book together. So it's really good to have this as a subject matter that we talk about, you know, so that yeah, you feel empowered to, to do it. What's been the hardest part of writing a book for you? You know what? <laughs> The, f the first hardest bit was actually starting it. So I wrote, I, I wrote in my diary in 2016, I want to write a book, I want to write a book. And I kept writing it. And then I started saying to people, I'm going to write a book, I'm going to write a book. And then it wasn't until April this year that I started saying, right, I am writing a book. And I still hadn't actually started, but I had to start telling people that. And then one morning I woke up and I didn't have anything in the diary and I just started writing. And once I got... Once I started, it was fine. And then the second hardest bit was actually going back and rereading and rereading it. Yeah. So starting and then finishing <laughs> were the most difficult bits. The middle bit was fine. <laughs> I think it's really interesting, though, because one of the things for me was that I knew this subject matter so well. Mm. It was hard to try and write it for that lay person. 
you know, you assume that they already know some of this stuff. So you don't want to be, you don't want to simplify it too much because then you think, well, my readers are going to get bored. Mm -hmm. But then you don't want to make it too, um, too much that, oh, well, you already know this because then they don't get anything from the book. So it's a really, really interesting fine line, isn't it? To put the content together, which is actually why Gail Johnson was so useful when I, she worked with me, helping me to coach and me to to write. And she's Mm -hmm. obviously helped you too. Yeah, Um, she has, yeah. And I found that useful for, obviously for input, you know, does Mm. that actually make sense to you, Gail? But equally accountability. I knew I had to write if she if I was having a call with her next month (laughs) I knew I had to write so I thought that was that was wonderful having her help through it as well so so um 24th of October is the date we need to kind of watch out for how are people going to find you I'm going to put some links in obviously on this for you Lindsay how are they going to find you if they want to look more about what you do so I'm on Facebook at Energy Healing, um, Twitter and Instagram, Energy Healing York, and I've got my website, which is energyhealing.co.uk. Fantastic. So I will put, make sure I put all of the links below as well. Thank you. So listen, last question. So mm-hmm. we, we followed your journey, haven't we, just within this podcast of kind of where it started, the influences, yeah. you finally mm-hmm. following your passion and then writing a book about it, which is yeah. really damn awesome. Yeah. What's next after the book? So I'm attending a speaking workshop this weekend with Richard McCann. Um, and what I'm hoping for next year is to then run some gentle hug for the soul workshops and hopefully do some public speaking next year. Ah, that is amazing. That's amazing. And with a book as well, if you're speaking and then you've got a book for people to actually then take away from it. That's yeah, definitely. And because the book's got some practical tips in as well. So it's a bit about my experience, how I use this tool. And then it's like, why don't you go and try this and then share it? So I'm trying, what I would like to do is to have like a bit of a tribe or community of people who all have read it and then can link in together and meet other people who've read it. Yeah, it sounds really, truly wonderful. And I think you've done so well. It's amazing. And, and yeah, be very proud of yourself, Lindsay, because it's, um, it's not a journey absolutely everybody just sails along and does, is it? You know, you've no. done some really great things against odds and yeah. after loss. You know, we've all got our stories, yeah. haven't we? And yeah. it's been a real pleasure talking to you on my podcast, for sure. Oh, thank you for having um, me, Jules. Uh, that's a pleasure. And uh, as I say, I will make sure everybody's got the links. And um, I will say to all of the listeners, thank you so much for joining us. I hope this has been an inspirational podcast for you because I think it has for me. And next time I will be talking to another fabulous entrepreneur. I have no doubt because I've got a list of people that we're going to have on the podcast who have all got great stories and are doing really amazing things, just like Lindsay. So thank you so much, Lindsay. I will see you very, very soon. And thanks for listening, everybody, to the human conversation. Ta-da for now. You've just been listening to the Human Conversation podcast with Jules White. To find out more about the other work that Jules does, please visit her website, www.liveitloveitsellit.co.uk. And if you enjoyed the podcast, then please do leave a rating and review on the platform you use to enjoy her show. Thanks for listening and see you next time.